Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Today's episode is brought to you by the Beginner's Comprehensive Guide to Hand Lettering to intricately and intentionally develop your signature hand lettering style. Available on Amazon. You guys, can you even believe that I have a hand lettering book published on Amazon? This has been such a huge goal and accomplishment for me. This 80-page paperback book is filled with absolutely everything under the sun that you need to know about hand lettering. Whether you are a beginner or looking to take your existing lettering skills to the next level, everything you need to know is in this book. So I am walking you through how to write every single letter in my signature hand lettering style. We are talking through stringing letters together to form words and defining your own lettering style through all of my tips and secret techniques. Pick yours up now on Amazon. Hello and welcome to the Detailed Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and we have a very fun and actionable episode today. I'm so excited to dive in and really hit the ground running on today's episode. I was trying to think out of the box in terms of content for the podcast and just new episode ideas to really approach the world of small business in a different way. And especially in the season of life that I am in now, I feel like lots of things have changed in my life over the course of the past almost a year with welcoming our first baby into the world. Of course, it's changed my business in so many ways, and it's really changed the way that I've looked at how I approach my business, my goals for my business, and all of the things. So I thought it would be a really great time to sit down and chat all about creating a personal budget and how this really can align into building your small business, setting goals for your business, reaching the goals you may have, reaching a goal of going full time in your business, just setting this foundation and expectation and knowledge of where you're at personally just helps immensely. So I will get started by saying a little disclaimer, you guys. Obviously, I'm not a finance professional. You know, I'm not licensed to give financial advice or anything along those lines. This is literally just me sitting down and chatting with you, a friend, about getting organized financially. So I'm just going to talk from my perspective, the things that I look at and kind of take it from there. So that's my little disclaimer for you all, but I'm going to walk you through how to start creating a personal budget. If you don't have one already, it's totally fine. To be completely honest, I used to do this all the time. When I worked in accounting, I would create a personal budget every single month and reconcile it every month put all of our information in, how much we got paid, our credit card payments, everything like that, tally it up. And I was great at it. And then, you know, time just gets very limited and things slip away. So I'm excited to jump back into personal budgeting because I do think it is very important. And this did serve as a very important tool 
when I was taking my business full time. So I thought, you know what? Let me share this tool with you all. Let me uh, get kickstarted myself again into this area of really staying organized and keeping track of my personal finances. And all in all, it'll be a win win for both of us. So I'm going to walk you through setting up a personal budget for yourself. And it may sound very intimidating just even hearing those words, but honestly, it is so incredibly easy. And for the amount of time it takes to just get this set up versus how much it really does help in your business life, in your personal life, it is a no-brainer. So I just have a personal budget set up in Excel. If you all would like me to share a little template. I can totally do that whenever this podcast goes live. If you want to post in the Facebook group or comment on Instagram, send me a message on Instagram. I would love to get a template out to you all. But I will kind of walk you through the different areas that I have in my personal budget and then how we can use this to plan out our goals for our small business in the future. So let's get started by just running through the different areas we want to look at. So first and foremost, we are just going to start off with income. Obviously, whenever we're creating this, we need to know how much money we are working with. So this isn't our goal for the money we want to make in the future, whatever that looks like. This is actually what your paycheck looks like. Take home week to week, month to month, whatever the case may be. How much money are you working with on a monthly basis? So you can go ahead and start with that first. Now, it could just be your income solo. It could be you and a spouse. It could be just your spouse's income, you know, whatever position you may be in. Even if you are married, maybe you're just making a personal budget for yourself and your own finances and your own expenses. So whatever is applicable to you and what you want to plan out for, you can go ahead and calculate your take-home money. So not your salary, what's actually going into your bank account each month and pop that into your monthly budget. Now that's step one. The only money that's coming in and now everything else is going to be focused around what's going out. When you write it all down, it's just like, oh my goodness, adulting, you know, it's not fun sometimes. But like I mentioned in a couple episodes back, when I chatted all about business basics, I reshared one of my most popular podcast episodes and listening back to it. Just so much wonderful, valuable information, but I talked a lot about how knowledge is power especially in the world of small business, especially when it comes to back-end business, finances, and everything like that. And especially when we're working through our personal budget now, knowledge really is power. I know it can be so tempting to just like turn a blind eye to our expenses and whatever we're spending money on. But when you actually write everything down, it can truly be eye-opening to giving you the push you need to, you know, save money in certain areas or reach for new goals and make some actionable changes. So in any case, when I'm going through this personal budget and starting to go through my expenses, I always like to start with my fixed expenses. So this is a term that I use in my bookkeeping course, bookkeeping basics for small business owners. I don't want to dive into too many accounting technical terms right now because that's not what we're chatting through. 
But essentially, fixed expenses are just any type of expense that are going to be the same exact cost on a monthly basis. So I like to break these out separately, especially when I'm creating a personal budget like this, just because I know, all right, every single month, I know for a fact I'm going to have, you know, XYZ expenses that are going to be XYZ amounts. They absolutely do not change. They're predictable every single month. Like I absolutely know that I need to cover those. So some common examples of these would be rent or mortgage, your car payment, if you have any loans, phone or internet, any type of cost along those lines is a fixed expense. And oftentimes I feel like a lot of these expenses are usually are higher expenses, or at least in my personal case, like my mortgage, my car, things along those lines are the bigger expenses that I can expect every single month. So I will go ahead and pop those into my equation and move on from there. So now after all of these fixed expenses are in, everything else is variable. So even though we may have the same expense every single month, the amount may change. So for instance, we know we're going to have a grocery expense every single month, but the chances of spending the exact same amount of money on groceries every month is probably rare. We're probably in the same ballpark, but it's not going to be the exact amount. Same thing with gas. We're going to spend money on gas every single month, but it's probably going to vary. Same thing with utilities. These are all expenses that we know we're going to have every month, but are variable. So some examples that I have in this section for myself include gas, groceries, utilities like electric, oil, gas if you have it. If you're responsible in your town or area for paying for water, sewer, trash, anything along those lines. And I, as I mentioned, I'm not a financial planner, so I'm not going to list every single expense possible under the sun. I'm sure there are dozens more that I'm not talking through, but try and think in your own life, what types of expenses kind of household-wise or wherever you're living right now, what types of expenses are you paying on a month-to-month basis? So next, I kind of break up in different sections for the remainder of my budget expense-wise. And this is going to look very different for absolutely everyone because we all have different lives, we all have different priorities, and we all have different responsibilities that we spend money on. So I have a section for Luana, my dog, food, grooming, and any other expenses that relate to her. I now have a section for Carter, my baby. So we've got food, formula, no clothes, activities, toys, any other type of expense that I know I'm going to have every single month relating to Carter. Now you can be as specific or as vague as you would like in these areas, depending on what areas are more of a priority to you than others. So for instance, in Carter's section that I have, obviously I need to spend money on formula for him. Like that is a hard cost expense that is not changing. It is in my budget. Do I need to spend money on new toys for him? No. But do I want to maybe allot some money towards new toys and clothes? Probably just because I know at some point, you know, maybe over the course of the month or the next month or two, I'm probably going to spend some money in that area. So one thing that you can do once you start to get 
a little further into listing out these expenses to kind of keep it organized. What I like to do is kind of color code them. So any of the expenses that I know are a absolute cannot waver, I have to include them as part of my budget. I will highlight one color, let's say yellow, and then any other expenses that seem like a luxury or are just additional expenses that I probably could cut back in some areas, but you know, I still want to budget for them because I would like to include them. I'll highlight in a different color, let's say pink. So that way, once we get to the end of this, we will kind of have two different budgets that we can then go off of to center our business goals around. We'll have our absolute budget of I have to pay all of these expenses, like no ifs, ands, or buts. And then we'll have a different budget of things that we want to spend money on and, you know, want to budget for and would like to be able to cover the cost of. So that's kind of how I approach creating two different types of budgets within one. So in any case, if you like that idea, you can totally do that too. I think it's just an easy way to go about things. So kind of going back to my sections, again, I said I have a section for Luana, I have a section for Carter, I have a section for personal spending. So again, all of this is probably going to fall under that like pink highlighted section of not necessary, but would be nice. So budgeting out how much I think I'll spend a month eating out, if I got my hair done, if I got my nails done, workout classes that I want to go to, you know, any hobbies that you're a part of, anything that you're paying for. Personally, you can list out in this section and again, be as specific as you want and include anything. This is your budget catered to your interests in your life. Another section that I have is for future goals. So again, some of this could fall under, depending on your priorities, the necessary budget category or the secondary budget category. So things like vacations, savings. Are you setting aside any money each month to savings, to an emergency fund? Are you saving up for any events like concerts or anything along those lines? You know, Do you have any weddings coming up that you need to save for, whether that be for bachelorette parties or for just obligations to being in a bridal party? I feel like we're in that season of life right now where at least I am, you know, I have a lot of people in my life getting married, which is wonderful, but are there areas in my life where I can be a little bit proactive and budget for certain things that I have upcoming? So those are just a few examples of different sections that I have in my personal budget and some examples that you can take into yours. So take a little look at your life day to day, month to month, What types of things do you enjoy spending money on? What types of things are important to you? What types of things are necessary that you have to spend money on? Can you break up any of those areas into different sections that are a little bit easier to digest and break down and analyze a little bit to get an average of the amount of money you think you'll need to budget for that particular area? Obviously, none of this is set in stone, so play around with it and kind of see what you come up with. So the second part to this is now taking all of this information and doing something with it. So as I mentioned, I think it's useful to separate your budget into two different levels so you know what your absolute minimum is that you have to cover 
every single month necessity wise and then a secondary budget for what you would like to be able to afford every single month. So whether you're doing the highlighting system or whatever the case may be, once you come up with those two numbers of expenses, obviously, first and foremost, compare them back to that first income number that we talked through. Maybe you are breaking even. Maybe you have a little bit more left over. Maybe you went a little overboard on your budget and you're like, oh shoot, actually, I can't cover all of these with the income that I have coming in. So take a look at that to try to give you an idea of where you are at currently. And with the income that you have coming in currently, you know, are you comfortable? Are you making ends meet? Are you able to afford the things that you want to? Kind of getting an analysis on where you're at right now will give you an idea of the goals that you would like to meet for your business for the future. So let's say just for this instance, you would do this analysis and after you run through everything, you realize that the income you're making now allows you to cover your secondary budget with some of your extras in there with a little bit left over and you're feeling comfortable and great in the position that you're in. We'll just make this example (laughs) nice and easy. So now, if you're running your business on the side, you have a definitive number for a goal of income every single month that you would need to make in order to take your business full-time. Let's say just for purposes of this example, it's $1,000 a month. Obviously, I know we can't live off of $1,000 a month, but just let's make this example easy. So now after going through this, you can tell yourself, okay, well, my income right now is $1,000 a month. XYZ are my expenses. I'm very happy with where I'm at. So now I know If I want to take my business full time, I need to be profiting from my business after expenses, after taxes, after everything you have to set aside for your business, $1,000 a month to maintain this same lifestyle that I have currently. And I think it's incredible. And again, what, it's been 15, 20 minutes. Obviously, I haven't gone through all of the numbers and popped everything in, but you can take a half hour, an hour tops and do this, sit down, run through everything, create this budget for yourself. And within that time, be able to figure out how much money you need to make in your business every month to take it full time while sustaining the lifestyle that you have currently. And it's like, wow, okay. (laughs) I feel like it makes things a lot more doable. Maybe it makes things a lot more intimidating seeing the number written out like, well, oh my goodness, how am I going to make $1,000 every month in my business in order to, you know, maintain where I'm at now? But now you have goals to reach towards. So again, let's say for purposes of this example that you're really shooting for that $1,000 mark a month because that's what your monthly income is now and that's what you would want to replace it with. Now, for purposes of this example, I feel like I'm giving lots of disclaimers in this episode, so I'm sorry. But for purposes of this example, I'm just going to pretend that setting aside money for taxes and insurance and XYZ is already accounted for in these numbers. I want to try to make it nice and easy. So you have your goal. Now we take a look at 
our offerings. So let's say you are someone who rents out wedding signs because I can't think of a unique example right now. So I'm using an area of my business and you know you need to make this goal every month of $1,000. And let's say your package is $200 to rent out a sign. So now you know concretely that you have to book five people a month to meet this goal. So every single month that comes around, you have a concrete goal of, okay, I need to book five people and something to really strive towards and push towards. Let's say that your package is $500. Okay, you only need to book two people a month to meet this goal. So this really gives us very clear and actionable steps to take, which I have found so incredibly helpful in my business. It's funny because I actually have a concrete example of this that happened literally last month. So I have a number in terms of sales of what I feel comfortable for my lifestyle, my future goals, my personal budget, the whole nine yards of what I want to achieve for my business every single month. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, since the start of this year at least, you'll know that things have been a little slower than normal. I've talked very openly about this. It's just a part of being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, you're going to go through times like this. So last month, I was not at the point where I wanted to be sales-wise for my personal budget, for that number that I strive for every single month that I set for myself using these techniques and budgeting to kind of determine that number for myself. And this isn't the first month that this has happened. You know, it's a continual shift. And whenever this does happen, let's say around halfway through the month, I can kind of tell, you know, am I going to meet my goal or not? And from there, it really allows me to shift my own approach to marketing and different things I'm pushing out and whatnot. So a lot of times if halfway through the month, I don't think I'm going to make this goal, I will, you know, send out some more emails to my email list, push a specific product, post more content geared towards a specific area to really try to push more sales. And I think having a concrete goal in mind that you would like to reach every month really does help you stay motivated to make those sales. Because I could just say halfway through the month, eh, you know, this month isn't as good as others, but what am I going to do about it? I'll just continue doing the same things that I'm doing. Instead of saying, again, going back to the example of the wedding rentals, you know, you have to book five people in a month to reach that thousand dollar mark. If you book at $200 a package and let's say you've booked only three people and it's the middle of the month, you're going to do everything in your power to book those other two people, you know? So same kind of situation in any case. So halfway through last month, I was in this mindset and I thought, you know what? I really got to get things going for the second half of the month. Are there any new products that I can, you know, launch or expand on, whatever the case may be? And that's when I came up with the custom denim jacket idea. And if you all have been following along, you know that those just completely took off. And now this month of March that just passed has been almost my best month in business to date, which is just absolutely insane. When the month previous, I was struggling to even meet my minimum monthly goal that I set for myself. 
But if I hadn't had that goal in mind and actively was striving for that goal all the time, would I have even released these? Or would I have just waited and said, "Uh, you know, like the economy is bad right now. You know, small businesses are struggling right now. It is what it is. It's just par for the course. There's nothing I can do about it. No, instead, I saw that things were slower and thought, you know what, what can I do? What can I launch? What can I create to try and push my business towards the goals that I set for it? Now, I'm not saying that every single month that's slower. I do this action step or do this and reach my goal every single month. And it's always great. And of course, there's months that I will still try everything and try so hard to reach the goal that I set. And sometimes I just can't. And that's totally fine too. But I think it's just having the mindset of reaching something that is attainable and having steps in place to do so. So in any case, I hope that that was an inspiring story to you because I know that for me, it was just really crazy because literally the night before I sat down with Joey, you know, we talked through everything and it's scary when you run your own business. And I talked about this, oh gosh, at the beginning of the year on a podcast episode that like you just don't know what the orders are going to bring tomorrow. And I find myself down a rabbit hole sometimes of like, well, is this it? You know, is the gig up? Is it over? And I had one of those nights in February of like, all right, let's, you know, cut back here. Let's cut back there. I let go of some services that I had on my business. You know, I really evaluated my expenses to see where I could really cut back. I started reaching out to more places locally to just diversify where I'm doing business. Anyways, the whole nine yards. And the next day or a couple days later is when I came up with a new idea and it just took my business in a whole new direction. And I think a lot of people just see on social media like, oh my gosh, look at how many orders she has. Look at how like awesome she's doing, which is great. You know, it's inspiring in a way. But on the other hand, it's like, well, you didn't see me last month crying because I was so nervous about where my business was headed for the future. And now I have a baby and, you know, putting so much pressure on myself to make sure that I'm doing well for my family and, you know, meeting the goals that I have in place. And anyways, I'm completely digress from this episode, but I just think it's important to share these types of struggles and wins throughout entrepreneurship and small business because it's not always good and easy and great. But if you have the knowledge, like we went through in this episode, You have actionable steps to take and information backing up your pricing and your offerings and goals you want to reach towards for the future. It just makes things so much more attainable, in my opinion, to really motivate yourself to reach those goals. So I really hope this podcast episode was helpful. Again, if any of you would like me to share a template on this personal budget, I would be more than happy to. And I really hope this helps at least one of you get some concrete figures in your head of, all right, This is how many sales I need to make to meet the monetary figure I have in my mind for covering my lifestyle that I want to keep currently in order to take my business full time. And I am able to make that work. So today I will be writing down in my figurative detailed diary that knowledge really is power. And I know that every single one of you listening has the ability and opportunity to make your dreams a reality. It's not always going to be easy and linear, but putting those steps in place is going to help more than you could ever imagine. And you've got this.
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, and I will catch you all next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detailed Diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detailed Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there, and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.